Hey, what's up, Church 419? I am just wanting to thank you guys so much, first off, for joining us online. I know it's a little bit different as we take a Sabbath Sunday. And what we're doing is just letting our team, letting our volunteers really just take a week to rest. I know Sundays are a day that we really push in and make it God's day, but for a lot of us, it's a day when we're coming to serve. And we just want to make sure we honored our team, our staff, and everyone just taking a week to just do this a little bit differently. And so today, you're going to join us online and... Um, it's kind of an interesting day because tomorrow begins a brand new year. And days like these can be exciting because sometimes we look forward to what's the next year going to be like. What's it going to bring? Uh, maybe we look back and we take a moment to remember the good things that happened throughout the year. Maybe some of the more difficult things. Um, I know a lot of you guys, maybe you make resolutions. You start thinking through, okay, what's the thing that I'm going to change? How am I going to grow? What am I going to do to make you know, life a little bit better? Um, you know, there's the classics like, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to get healthy, uh, maybe I'm going to pay off debt, maybe I'm going to finally, I don't know, propose to that girl that I should have been proposing to a long time ago. I don't know, whatever it's going to hold for you, there's all kinds of different things. And some of us are great at keeping those resolutions, some of us not so much. Um, I know a lot of us, what we really have is we are starting a year and it's just a blank page full of all kinds of possibilities, things that we could write um, and so for some people, they even choose when it comes to like thinking of writing, they'll write down a, a word, maybe a word of the year that they really want it to be their focus and something that they really are intentional about throughout this next year. You know, as a church, I kind of prayed and been asking God, what do you want our focus, our word to be? And um, so for as a church, we're really going to push into relationships this next year. Our word is kind of relationships for my prayer, for uh, my family and for this church as, as well is just a word favor. So a lot of this whole next year, I'm going to be focused on, you know, seeking to help us as a church grow in relationships, but also to um, seek the favor of God and prayer. And words are important. And a lot of us pick maybe this word of the year, but God wants to, to show something beyond just a word of the year. He wants to show us who he is. And what we're going to see is God is the word. Jesus is the word. And not just for you know, a day or for a resolution or for a part of the year. He is the word forever and ever. We we're going to wrap up this series. Um, we've been in this series foretold and we've been going through the Christmas series, taking a look at the first chapter of each of the four gospels, each of the four accounts of Jesus' life. And we've been just picking something out of those first chapters. And in today, as we wrap it up, we're in the book of John. And John begins his way different than the others. And so I'm going to read just John 1, 1 through 5. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. God, we thank you for your Word. God, I pray that it would speak um, full and clear and direct to our hearts, even as it's coming through a message online. God, I pray that your word would still be powerful and effective in our lives. God, we thank you. We love you. Amen. So before we go on, I'm just going to pause for a sec because I'm going to give you a little Easter egg moment. I know anytime that there's messages like that, a lot of people that watch maybe the first 30 seconds or, you know, that they, they tune in, they tune in for a minute or two to see what's kind of being said and then they move on. So as just a little thank you um, for sticking with us, one of our pastors of our team 
he decided to use AI to rewrite the passage that we just read from. So in the style of Dr. Seuss, let me read this very deep passage. And we're going to instead first just a little dive into the kiddies pool. So here's how Dr. Seuss might write John 1, 1 through 5. In a land where the stars twinkle bright, there was God shining with light. He was God from the start. That's not just a phrase. The word was God in all his ways. Through this word, life began with a shout, a light for all, without any doubt. Darkness tried to cover the sky, but the word's light was far too spry. The tale unfolds for you and for me. Our God is bold, big, and free. The word was God from start to the end, a light, a life, a savior, a friend. Dr. Seuss should have his whole entire version of the Bible. I mean, come on. Um, but, you know, it's silly and it's fun, but even... In that Dr. Seuss AI version, there's some things that stick out. Um, and if I was with y'all, I'm sure this would be a full-on sermon. And I, these would be the three points that I really see in John 1, 1 through 5. Jesus is three things shown in this passage. Jesus is the language of God. It says he was the word. We're going to talk about that. Jesus is the life of God. And Jesus is the light of God. Those are the kind of the three things we see in that passage. But today, I just want to talk about that first one. And it's Jesus being, you know, it says Jesus is the word. Jesus is the language of God. Verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. The word was God. And verse 2 says he was with God in the beginning. And verse 1 is one of the deepest and most powerful statements in all of Scripture. Uh, and as we've looked at these past other accounts of the chapters that begin the story of Jesus, Matthew, we saw, started with a genealogy. Tracing back to David and Abraham. So tracing back thousands of years, showing a genealogy leading to Jesus. Luke started his story with angelic proclamations and moments. Mark skipped all the birth stuff altogether and jumped right into the baptism of Jesus. But John goes farther back than any of them. He starts not just at the beginning of the story of the birth of Jesus. He starts at the very beginning of everything. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was everything. The Word was with God. And when we read that word, that term, word, in our modern language, it, it, it doesn't carry the same weight as it would have to these readers. The term in John 1.1, 1, 1, word, translates to this word logos. Some say logos. I mean, it's... You can say whatever you want, but in Greek, this word logos holds significance, huge significance. There have been entire books written on just this first verse, written on the term logos. People have written doctrinal theses on this one little portion of scripture. That's how strong and powerful it is. Here's where it comes from. So in ancient Greek philosophy, logos represented reason logic. You know, what they saw is that all the things in this world seem to be somehow working together and kind of just make sense. The constellations just seem to move in just the right way. The sun rises and, and sets. The seasons have, you know, these, all this stuff just seems to be coming together and working together. And so they didn't know how to explain it, that there's some kind of a reason, logic. There's something that's holding it all together. I mean, if you were a Star Wars person, you'd say, that, well, that's the force. Well, that's kind of that thing. It's this ethos. What is this thing? And so they didn't know exactly what it was, and so they just gave it a term. Logos. 
It's kind of the rationale behind all things. And so when John uses this term, he says, you know that unexplainable force that's represented by this word logos, that thing that you don't know how to explain what it is and it just holds everything together? Let me explain who that thing is. And it's actually God in the flesh, a man named Jesus. And in John's gospel, logos, it begins to take on a, a personal meaning, a personal God who wants to be personal with us. And by calling Jesus the word, John is saying, you know, Christ is the full manifestation of God. He shows us fully who God is. Logos bridges the gap between these philosophical ideas of a God and actually understanding a personal, relational God. So imagine, God's wanting to express who he is. He wants to express his heart, his nature, how much he loves us. So he wants to speak that to us. So how does he do that? He does it through Jesus. Jesus is God's language to the world. It's like God saying, you want to know me? Look at Jesus. You want to hear what I'm saying? Listen to Jesus. You want to understand my heart? Feel the heartbeat of Jesus. When we read through scriptures and we see Jesus heal the sick, what we, what we can be hearing is God saying, I care about you in whatever situation that you're in. When we see Jesus, he's welcoming. Man, Jesus welcomed some of the, the craziest people. People that would have been rejected and he welcomed them in as outcasts and called them to live differently. When we see Jesus embracing those who are on the outskirts, maybe outcasts, we can say, man, maybe if I'm feeling that way, we can be reminded that you belong. Jesus is the language of God. Every word, every action is God himself speaking to us. This is why we never should just read about Jesus. We have to experience him. We have to allow him to, to influence our lives. And as we begin to walk with the word, as we begin to do the things that Jesus did, we'll experience more of who God is. So, as we start a new year, as we tune our ears and try to decide what is the, maybe what's the thing, what's the word, let the word be the word. Let Jesus be your word. Let him be the guiding source of your whole entire life for this upcoming year. Make your, make your plans. Think through things. Man, get out of debt. Be healthy. But do it all with the message behind it of why am I doing this? Who's my motive? It's Jesus. He's the one that holds it all together. He's the one that I'm completely for. He's the one that I'm living for. Everything that I want to do to make my, my year better, myself better, it only can happen through Jesus. If you've had a hard year this past year and you want to look forward to something better, turn to Logos, turn to the Word. It's through Jesus. So let Him be the Word that you seek. We say it along a lot around here. You know, you could have all kinds of different messages. Like even I said, you know, we're going to preach a lot of messages probably on relationship and favor. You can have lots of messages, but Jesus always has to be the core. So let me encourage you for this next year. Continue to have Jesus as your message. Let me pray for y'all. God, I just, I thank you for everyone that's stuck with us through this. Um, just short little talk, God, but I pray that it would just really pierce our hearts. That we would come to the full understanding that you truly are the expression and the fullness of God in the flesh.
You're the word that keeps everything together, all the things that we can't seem to understand. Maybe where our life right now is a little chaotic and it feels like everything is falling apart. Well, this scripture says that you're the one that put it all together. So if there are people that are feeling left out and torn apart and broken, God, you're the one who was there before it all and helped put it all back together and you can do that for them as well. God, for the rest of us, I pray as we move into a new year, help us to keep you at the center of every single thing that we do. God, that our words be full of the word. God, we love you and we thank you. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, before we head out, it's the 419 journey. We say it every single week, but never, ever forget. God loves you. He has a plan for you. And he's bigger than any need. Peace out. We will see you guys next Sunday.